0: The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components
1: Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to speak freely. Speak freely. That, that's that uh Oh, yeah, man. nice yeah. man! I want to say Ella. Nice. I want to say Ella made that. Yeah, Ella made that, man. Ella made that. Hey, let me let me tell you, though. Um, um, you should sure see her new cups, though, man. She got she's being freaking crazy yeah. creative now on these cups, man. So yeah, man. Yeah,
0: man. Let's plug the. Can we plug the sure. company?
1: Yeah, man. Um, uh, you guys, the cup. You know, my my wife sent that cup to to Angelina a while back, man. But if you guys want you know take a look man y'all rebellious man take a look at it man she, she she's doing big things with these cups more than just cups though but uh she got a lot of little merch on there man so you guys take a look at it like man she shopify things, man. is it shopify yeah shop shopify is, is one of them uh you can get on there you actually can just type her name straight in man she got her own little page and stuff man uh she got that i think she on she on Etsy too okay so etsy um, etsy and shopify et- etsy etsy and Shopify. okay yeah. take a y'all look, rebellious
0: man. boutique yeah on etsy and shopify if you're listening right you're probably like wondering what the hell we talk about but i'm holding up a cup i had a cup in my hand it's made by uh damon's wife ella leggins and she got a shop called y'all rebellious um on etsy and shopify custom almost anything you want really custom it's just see different seasons you might get something different i got me a santa claus with a covid mask on last year so yeah. Most definitely, man. Hey, but welcome to. I, I was so I've been trying to work out an intro, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to test one of them out right now. He's a 23 year DCCS, he's a 14 year electrician's mate. And this is the most. D- Dangerous podcast. I don't know. No, that's
1: Cardi. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh man! You know what, man? That's funny. So, uh, I better come up with me something no. now, man. For next time, The most
0: man. dangerous podcast in the Navy. <laughs> Permission to speak freely. <laughs> I, I don't know,
1: but um, hey, so. <sighs> So,
0: <laughs> hey, so it's funny because I gotta edit these like it's so many sound effects that I hear from you like when I just mute you know when I mute me and I just go <laughs> to you I hear so many crazy sound effects but um I want to start off with a disclaimer um normally the way I got everything set up is Angeline is here um if you don't know her if you're a first time listener that's my wife but um she's here in the background don't making like all the magic happen to where it sound like I'm alone in the house. Um, And that's like taking care of my dog and, you know, doing some stuff like that. Unfortunately, she's not here right now because um, she's still in the hospital. She just had surgery. So if you are a listener, you know about our story. So, you know, we had a miscarriage. uh, She had some fibroids and she just got those removed. Um, She had like nine of them where I think that they thought it was three, but it was nine. So she just got those removed. So everybody who prayed her in and. Made sure that she was good. She is good. Now I think she's just soaking up some of that hospital, you know, time. You know what I'm saying? If we were civilians, <laughs> if we were <laughs> civilians, we'd be out of there the next you day. That right you know now. what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, she, yeah. She like ordering food. Like it's room service in that joint, man. So, so, <laughs> so, so she, I saw like though, eating a man. flatbread when I came back in there yesterday. So, but yes, yeah, so um, <laughs> she is uh, doing good and now she's on her road to recovery. Recovery. Um, like, yeah, you man. Know? It's good stuff. How you doing, man? What's up?
1: I'm doing good, man. You know, um, the little two little new little puppies running me crazy. Two puppies, you know what other than two puppies, man. Two of them, man. Like they crazy, man. But they fun though. At the same time, though, man. But we 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 almost getting them, and they starting to to poop in the right spot. So it's coming, man. It's coming together. Yeah. It's coming together, man. The kids love them, so uh, that's good to go. Uh, work is work, you know how that go um uh, we, we we doing big things going on ships but uh i also want to want to talk real quick on this podcast man bring up one of my one of my uh my master chief man uh brandon beck man he had to he had to get uh ribbed off the ship man he had a he had like a um a mini stroke mm-hmm. you know what i mean so he got some medical stuff he he's getting uh looked at getting a lot of tests done on him uh, I kind of know more, but I want to put his put his stuff out there like that, man. But but you know, uh, prayers to him and his family, man, on what he's going through right now. Uh, he's still in the hospital and still running tests right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was like a Thursday or Friday, so um, hopefully everything works out and he's good to go too.
0: Yeah, man, it's 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 the test the season, right? It's a crazy season. Um, a lot of I'm messing around with lights. I'm sorry, y'all. But uh yeah it's a crazy season. We got a lot of like a lot of crazy things happening like uh stories, uh people passing away. Um yeah. Bob Doe, we had a chief who passed. I want to say a BMC that yeah, passed. Uh, BMC. You know that I heard yeah, about. Man. So um prayers for his family. And we got a couple um more people that we know about that we'll you know we'll get into in a second. Yeah. I do want to um take a moment to say that um the Navy, right? I'm happy to see the Navy being progressive about people going through that trauma and finding ways to support that kind of thing. You know, so um like I just say, stated, you know, Angeline, she just went through surgery. And um what's gonna happen is the Navy's gonna support me to be able to support her, you know, my command. Yeah. It's gonna support me to be able to support her for a period of time. Um and like, and they were very supportive of it, you know, but this was something that as when I, the moment I came, you know, um, to the command, I let them know about like, Hey, this is happening, um, with my family right now. And then when this happens, my expectation is to be able to get this done, you know, and that's yeah. coming along with everything that I got to do. So I'm going to put in work, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do what I got to do every day that I'm here. Um, cause I know it's going to be a period of time, a moment of time where I'm going to need y'all to kind of support me cause I'm supporting, you know, my wife and my family and the Navy's been like great about that. You know, my command. Yeah. And I know that's not yeah. probably, I know that's probably still sadly command dependent, but, um, I salute my command and, you know, taking care of me and, um, every command where people kind of starting to understand that the people matter. You know what I mean, especially yeah, at man. work courses.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. That's 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 good, man. I mean, you know, you're right though. All commands ain't 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 built the same. You know what I mean? Uh, but you know, it kind of happened to me when I had my surgery too, man. Like the command kind of stood behind me, man. They could have, I could have went to limp do and been, you know, shipped out somewhere yeah. else. You know what I'm saying? They said no. You know, you good. Take your time off and come back when you're ready, type stuff. So that was pretty cool of that too, man. But on top of that, you need need good support like your division. Uh, you know, also is one of those things where they they have to be able to hold a fork down while you're going to the Yeah. You know what I mean? You get so you got so they have to be pretty good to do that too. So yeah, man, yeah, man that's good, man. That that's good acknowledgement. That's good. We are acknowledging that on here too, that um we we do care about the families, man. We do care about everybody's well being and we getting better at it. You, um seems like every day. You wanna hear something
0: cool, man? Like it was a junior cell, like, you know how, like, it's, it's not just the people that get paid to ask ask me, like, is everything okay hitting me up? Like, one of my junior yeah. sellers hit me up. Like, she was like, hey, senior, like, you know, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? I told her, like, one of the things that, I'm like, worst case scenarios well, you know, the worst case scenario is, like, transition. But that's not what we're thinking about, right? I'm like, the worst case scenario is that we can't have a baby. Like, that's the worst case scenario, yeah. right? A hysterectomy, we can't have a baby. So she hit me up. She's like, hey, senior, you know, how's everything? I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, I hit her, you know, everything good. And then she hit me. Another next question, senior, can you have a baby? Like, like, you know, like what's the status? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I told her, yeah, and she's yeah. like, yo, I'm so happy, you know, I'm so happy you can have a baby. And I'm like, yeah. So this ain't this ain't it's not her job. You know what I mean? I had that conversation with her. Yeah. You know, um, but it was her who hit me up and a few of them um who hit me up. They really um care, man you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. that don't happen yeah. often from from people yeah. sometimes with people that's higher than them in the chain of command you know so to yeah. get somebody uh at a lower point in the chain of command that's crazy man and i appreciate it
1: yeah but yeah man, most definitely man but it comes from from how you carry yourself too though you know what i mean most time, that's where it comes from it comes from how you care about them and then it kind of you know goes both ways after that man they if one thing is them asking you that which is big because they feel like they can yeah and that's also at the same time now they feel like they can come talk to you about anything which is which is to me is a great thing <laughs> you know what i'm saying of sailors coming to, to, to talk to us not just thinking i'm just sitting in this high horse sitting on this big chair and can't nobody see me type stuff man they feel like they can come talk to you about anything so, yeah man and, and we have good, some
0: man. really good conversations um i guess we need to dedicate this uh episode to somebody um Brian, uh, Bourgeois. Brian Bourgeois, um, Commander of Navy SEAL Team 8. Um, oh, yeah, man, let's go man. ahead and dedicate the episode to his family, him. Um, so I, I, I got a couple little kind of um, hard kind of tick points about him. Um, he sustained injuries during uh, fast rope training exercise in Virginia. Um, and that's like trying to see how fast they get, you know, get off the helo. Uh, He was 43 years old, and he had been in the Navy for 20 years. The incident in which he passed is still under investigation. Um, He was awarded a Bronze Star and numerous awards. He was a father, a husband, a friend, and from what I'm hearing is a great leader. Um, And he leaves behind a wife and five children.
1: Uh sad man these are these these are the the stories man that that i personally hate to hear man right um and i'm saying that because we're in the military and it's one of the things that that we do we go into war we go in this but the what what hurts me the worst the the the, the, the most on this is the fact of there was doing a training exercise yeah. man you know what i mean that kind of but you know, being a seal is a dangerous job. Trust me, they have to be. You know, they have, they do things we don't yeah. do on the norm, right? So um, I know that, but it's still a training event, you know. So
0: yeah, that um, training events could be.
1: They fair. training events are wild though. Yeah, yeah they're they are wild, man. I I was <laughs> you bullshit, man. I was reading. Um, was it dichotomy? The book, mm-hmm. the seal that the seal wrote, man. He, he they was talking about some some situations they was in, and someone was like training events, and I was like, wow, yeah, <laughs> man, they they training events are are while. So Brian, I'm um, a big shot Brian, I want to make sure
0: I say that right, Brian bourgeois. Yeah, kudo's to the family, Commander Navy Sad. Seal Team Eight. <laughs> yeah, we man. also this um, we lost a a, a, a vet. A Navy a military vet army vet Bob Doe so Bob doe a lot of these a lot of these you know politicians that we lose they're gonna be military vets <laughs> you know what I'm saying so uh I um, we we always gonna uh in some way shape or form salute them uh whether or not it's not based on like no political parties or nothing like that um number one because I don't have any um and Damon doesn't even Right, you don't have any either, right? Uh-uh. Yeah. So, uh, but Bob Doe, he was ninety eight. Right? He lived a, he lived a life. He lived. He lived a life. He lived man. Uh, he passed away on five December. Um, he uh, stage four lung cancer is what he had, and he served in the army from nineteen forty two to nineteen forty nine. So it looked like right after Pearl Harbor, he went in there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah so went to forty nine. Um, man, ninety eight years old, man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I guess since we kind of at, at this period and we talking about people that transition and we talking about um vets um stuff like that, uh vets and heroes. I think it's the the best time for us to just get started with our hero of the day.
1: Oh yeah, man. So the hero of the day, hey. So we all know, you know, we just celebrated Pearl Harbor December seven, right? So why not talk about You know, a Medal of Honor winner that was during that time period. So who I'm going to talk about right now is Herbert C. Jones. Right. He was an ensign. Right. So let me read his citation for conspicuous devotion to duty, extraordinary courage and complete disregard of his own life above and beyond the call of duty. During an attack on the fleet in Pearl Harbor by Japanese forces on 7 December 1941, Ensign Jones organized and led a party which was, supplied, was supplying ammunition to the anti-aircraft battery of USS California after the mechanical horse was put out of action when he was fatally wounded by a bomb explosion. When two men attempted to take him from the area which was on fire, he refused to let them do so, saying the words to the effect, leave me alone. I am done for. Get out of here before the magazines go off. Mm. Hey, man. These guys are built different, man. I know we said this stuff before, um, but these guys are are, are built different, man. Um, so the horse went down, so they couldn't move the ammunition. So his team, he got... He's in charge of is moving, he's moving the ammunition to the USS California, right? And you know, it was an explosion, and he pretty much said, Get out of here, man. Mm-hmm. I'm done. People are there to save him. Yeah. And he's like, No, get out of here before the magazine explodes and kill you guys, also. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, that's our meta un- honor uh, recipient of the week, man. Herbert C. Jones, instant. Herbert C. Jones.
0: Yeah, man. Ensign Herbert C. Jones. A lot of heroes that day. Um, so a lot of heroes that day. So we did a at quarter board. I'm gonna give you one of my questions, and let me know if it was too hard a question. It was how many Japanese people were, how many Japanese soldiers were captured, and how many were killed uh, the day of the Pearl Harbor attack. Was that too hard a question? I had naval history. Was that too hard a question?
1: Yeah, I probably wouldn't have knew it, I can tell you that much. So one of them. I not say I wouldn't say I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was it was a hard question, but I knew if I didn't get up, I wouldn't do it off the top of my head either. One of them was captured. A uh, hundred a hundred
0: and twenty-nine of them were killed. Do you hate the dude at the uh seller the quarterboard that asked like the outrageously hard uh question?
1: Well. No, I don't, because me and those boys, I'm watching more on how they they soak the question and, how, and what they come up with. If they answer is it, it's great, but everybody ain't going to be answering these questions. Trust me, man, we got questions we asking people that probably never heard it before or whatever the case may be, or they, maybe they heard it before. I don't know. So I don't really be looking to see if they answer, but me as a senior chief that's been in for a hot minute, if somebody asks some crazy questions, mm-hmm. man, when that board over with, I cannot wait. Yeah, <laughs> I look, I make little notes down to myself, man, like 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 a, a WTL for a ransom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting up my paper so I can ask that that whoever's on that board, the chief or whoever, say, man, what the fuck was that?
0: Well, <laughs> well, sometimes you want to see how the person handles the question, right? That's what yes, you're saying. Yes, exactly like,
1: what I do. Like yeah, So yeah,
0: I have yeah. four questions because... One of we it was two questions a piece, but one of the people dropped out, so I had four questions, Mm -hmm. and I had two different uh, topics. My first one was the the nav admin topic, you know. So as a you know, I I feel like I smoked that. We read nav admins like all the time, you know what I'm saying? So I I could do that one, you know, with my eyes closed. Um, But the history (laughs) is it's funny I say that about nav admins that like I'm excited to get nav admins as a topic (laughs) on a on a board to ask somebody else, but. The history question was a little different. Um, I'm like, all right, let me keep something close to Pearl Harbor. You know what I mean? And um since so all I did was like go to like a Pearl Harbor, like it's a like a standard fact sheet with all the casualties and everything. It's like the first thing you see when you go like Pearl Harbor. And I would think if I was going up for sale of the year, sell of the quarter, they <laughs> probably gonna ask period. me about Pearl Harbor. So <laughs> let me go ahead and yeah. You know, look something up. It's like the easiest first thing you could find. So I asked that. I asked about midterm counseling and um the five stages that they actually, the five steps that they actually added to performance counseling. I asked them. um, Easy to me, it was an easy question. I asked like, how would they deal with a nineteen-year first class who had read the NAV admin about uh, COVID CCDA, and he was like flipping out in in uh (laughs) you know flipping out in the shop or the office. One of them was like, yeah, I'm I'll make him I make him take the vaccine. <laughs> like you know, like oh, he was unbacked <laughs> up uh, in addition to everything, he was unva- he was he, he wasn't vaxxed. Um, I was like, yo, how would you deal with it? You know, he got a bunch of junior guys around, he going off about this NAV app, and, What was that? Two five six two one? Something like yeah. that. So um then I asked him about uh the last question was um it was opinionated, like out of all the military heroes. You know, out of all the heroes in the history of the, of the Navy, uh, which one do you like identify with the most, or which one do you like inspires you? it was something like that. Believe it or not, like some of them had it. Like the one dude was like, <laughs> the, one... <laughs> the one dude was oh, like, man, it's just like all about like, damn the torpedoes, man. Full speed ahead. I
1: like that, man. But no, but his
0: stuff, I can't, I I don't even, because he might listen, then I don't want to take none away from him. He actually went through like a hardship in his life. So the hardship, Mm -hmm. like if you understood what he was saying or if you knew about his hardship, some people, I don't know if everybody did, yeah but I think they did. But if you knew the hardship he went through, it was like a real crazy hardship, like more than one, like two, but like, yeah, and then like the same one, but it was like, um, the damn the torpedoes and everything is the hardship you know what i mean so it's a, mm-hmm. he, he's like a metaphor now like damn the torpedoes like full speed ahead like this is what i connect with or whatever like that so it was pretty cool man yeah that's
1: good man that was, that's
0: a good one the like thing it. with the the thing like with the boards too. that i used to not like as a junior seller i think is like man like yo if you had to look this up too like, like if you can't ask me this question like just off the like off the strength of you know this man like, we might have a problem, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I might have to ask oh, you, like, man. later, like, hey, Chief, are you seeing like, like, what was the significance of that? Uh, you know, that question. I don't remember, man. <laughs> I, I, I used to do some crazy stuff back when I was a junior seller, man.
1: Uh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Most definitely. I know i mean, I both do. I... I'm always doing it. I look forward to doing it when somebody asks some crazy yeah. questions. But ain't gonna lie, I look forward to like saying why you ask yeah, that shit. Man.
0: Hey, so I mean. la- for for disclosure for the listeners, hey, we were supposed to have a guest on this podcast, but um, um, it wasn't a technical difficulty. It was technically yeah. a difficulty. <laughs> like, like, but we are not gonna have a guest today. We we won't have a guest today. Um. And, uh, but look, you know, look, look, look out for a guest coming up soon. So, um, December 7th is the last like major day that passed, um, since we did a podcast, right? So, uh, some of this episode, like we just did like a hero that's from, uh, December 7th. So some of this stuff, just remember that, just think about it. Another big thing. So December 7th for us Navy is the day to live, you know, an infamy. December seventh for me, Damo, is the day that they living in for me. But it's also my birthday. Yep. So it's a major, major, major day. Um and we I went to see Bruno Mars. Oh, you yeah, wanna see me Bruno?
1: Seen right? Bruno man. Yeah, yeah, I went to see oh, Bruno, yeah. Man. yeah, yeah. I did so okay. it's crazy
0: because on, on Saturday, since my birthday fell on a Tuesday and we knew we had a surgery on Friday. On Saturday we did something with my friend. She tried to surprise me. Um I knew everything that was coming. I almost was about to text my boy. I was gonna text my boy, like, yo, I'm right outside, I'll be there in a second, man. You know, like <laughs> he was in there when I got in there. But um oh, but man. and it's crazy because that was two days after I told her I knew she was trying to surprise me with the Bruno Mars tickets. Cause I found that out like three weeks before I told her the truth about You don't
1: tell her though, man. I had to tell her. What? I had to, Let
0: <laughs> me to tell you why. Let me to tell you why I had to tell her. Why? Why? All right. Number one is I wanted to be like, you know, cause she'd be look, she, you know, she'll look. So it's like, if I, if I'm not like genuinely surprised, she knows, you know what I mean? Like, yo, yeah, what, what's true, up? Like, true. why you don't seem, but, but you ain't like, like, yeah. he's Bruno. Yeah. like, but, but what happened was <laughs> I had went through her phone. She gave me her phone um, to look at pictures. So I'm going through the phone, looking at pictures and she told me to swipe, but I don't think she remembered. She took a screenshot of when she bought the ticket. I don't know who does that, but. Angeline does that, right? So she takes a <laughs> screenshot of the ticket. So oh, I saw man. it. I'm like, oh, man, like Bruno Mars. And I didn't say anything. And now I'm like holding on to this secret. You know, I, I even oh, went to with work.
1: three weeks.
0: Yeah, man. I told mm. the, I told some of the women at the job, I'm like, man, my wife is hiding something from me. No, I was like, I'm keeping a secret from my wife, but she keeping a secret from me. And they, they you know, they ain't know what the hell I was talking <laughs> about. They're like, what you talking about, see? <laughs> I was like, then I told them like Bruno Mars. So- what happened was it's at the it's at this Casino, right? It's at the casino So there's also restaurants At the casino that we, we eat at So one day For, oh, for my birthday she took me To the steakhouse at the very Casino that the Bruno Mars um, You know, thing is mm-hmm. And she was like, hey babe, on Sunday You know, just make sure you got a clear Schedule, and after that I was like, man, I can't take this no more Man, <laughs> like, like Like, i can't take this no more. I was like, oh, my goodness. I felt I know, bad, babe. man. Look, I felt bad. I was like, yo, man, I got to tell you something. Man. I got to tell you something. I have to tell you this. And I'm Oh, like, yo, my goodness. I, I know what's happening on Sunday, man. You know, Bruno Mars. And then she was like, it's crazy. She was like, that's crazy. It was times that I was trying to hide. Like, I had got an alert on my phone. you was like, I try to hang up and hide it. I was like, I've known this for like the last three weeks.
1: You know? Oh my goodness! And then, man. but she probably she probably was relieved though, right? Like I ain't got. To honestly, hide this shit though. it
0: probably was better because that Sunday. So remember, we like we supposed to celebrate the weekend because my birthday was a Tuesday. That Sunday, he canceled the show, so I don't know what she would have done if she was trying to keep this a secret. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how I told you to like not do nothing on Sunday. No, you can do something <laughs> Sunday, but don't do nothing on Thursday. <laughs> like so, that Sunday he canceled the show and he rescheduled it to Thursday, but it makes complete sense why he I, I can't see him doing the show he did on Sunday I can't see him doing that two days straight yeah, yeah you know and I don't go too crazy I'm one of them that don't go too crazy at shows and I didn't um when he did Uptown Funk we were kind of he did it as an encore song so people had left
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um and we they thought everything was done and then he came back out and he did Uptown Funk and I'm like I know I've, I, it was some big song I knew he hadn't done yet but I, I was able to move around a little bit better then. But the, the, the venue was packed. So we, you know, we couldn't I oh, couldn't yeah. really I was chilling, you know, my knee I got knee problems. So every now and then I'd sit it down. It was standing.
1: Oh, so you had to stand it was a stand-up th- type deal with no sit Oh yeah. Chair, yeah, okay. yeah,
0: and we <laughs> we happen to be in the section with like a lot of the it's Bruno. So it's kids there, it's adults there, it's older people. We happen to get in a good section with a lot of older people. So I ain't feel bad about um Sitting down, and I wasn't forced to see yeah, somebody's yeah. like ass in my face for two hours. Yeah, yeah, but yo, this dude yeah. was incredible, man. Like, it's oh, Bruno, yeah, man. This dude him. played Bruno, the electric. Yeah. He sang. Uh, he sang. He sang. Sang. He played the electric guitar. He played the acoustic guitar. He put his band right. on break. He got on the piano. He did like six, yeah. seven songs on the piano. Songs that like we didn't even know he um like had anything to do with. I never knew he was yeah. on that young and wild and free like um some sometimes we get uh I never knew that you know yeah. so he he, yeah. he, he he was a part yeah, that of that that was him in
1: the, that was him yeah um yeah man That dude is incredible though man I never seen him play live though man but you know it though man like you hear things about him and you know he got um he got sisters too
0: Oh for real They
1: got a group oh, man. Yeah man he got like I want to I say think like I heard about when that. I was in Hawaii I knew this cuz I was in Hawaii he from Hawaii and they had like a group like the, I don't I don't know if they're younger than him or not, but it's like five, four or five or maybe even more than yeah. that, and they got a group out, some sisters, man. And I remember them getting some kind of contract or something in L. A. When we was in Hawaii, they was yeah. talking about it. Yeah, he know? killed
0: it, man. He killed. He did his thing.
1: Yeah, he's a yeah he did yeah, his yeah. thing. He's a he's a beat. There was Silk Sonic with him? No, 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 Hit the whole no, no, of... no It wasn't. no. Nah. Anderson Pop Justin wasn't there. Wasn't no Silk Sonic yeah, thing. Nah. But
0: he did sing. Um. He sang a couple songs from uh he sang Leave the door really open. Yeah. That was like when he was on the piano. Yeah. He didn't even make like a big deal out of those songs. He just sent did them on the piano and stuff like that. Let's stick with Hawaii for one second. Let's stick with Hawaii for one second. More more, yeah, more um not so good news. <clears throat> After this, we're gonna talk a little bit about the Army Navy game because I know you watched it probably. But um, yeah, I know you probably watched it, right? But um Hawaii for like one second, right? Um so here this is what I know about Hawaii um diesel fuel and tap water. At an Oahu uh, military base, discovered in at least one well, right? This affects uh tens of thousands of people, right? The well is called the Red Hill Shaft, and it's one of the three wells that's run by the Navy. Um I know we're all over it right now. I know we're all over there. I know uh CNO been over there, right? Um yeah. so I know that. I read in the article, it said residents were complaining around last month that that water tasted and smelled like gas. Not ass, gas. And just in case anybody was wondering. So it's like 350 times the amount of petroleum that's
1: supposed to be tested in that water or whatever?
0: Yeah. You know anything about this?
1: So yeah, man. So um, I was just reading this article not too long ago, man. Like, um, there, the rear, I guess the rear admiral, uh, was talking about, um, it came from a, a jet fuel spiel, right? Uh-huh. Like spill like 14,000 gallons, right. Of jet fuel. Right. So one of the things I read about is the Navy, the Navy is owning it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah we
1: own it. Say like, we owning it, you know, we're going to fix it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, um. Uh, I just my heart goes out to, to, to the families and everybody that's there, man. But one of the things that um come into play when it when he says, hey, we own this, we're gonna fix it, we gonna, we gonna whatever, it's a nav admin just drop. Mm-hmm. 28, 28221, 2828221 temporary lodging allowance. So to me, that's that that that's right there. Let me know whatever they're whatever you're paying for, whatever you're doing, you submit those receipts and you get your money back. Right. Yeah. So I guess that's one one thing in the direction of we owning this as a navy, and we're gonna make sure we get it right. But uh, my 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 other thing is though, man, to this whole article and to this whole story is um though the fact that they said three weeks to four weeks this already had happened, and man, I'm telling you right now, if that 14 gallon spill that happened a long time ago seemed like it should seem like the residents should have been notified, you know, a while ago, man. Like, they they taking baths, man. They taking, they drinking this yeah, shit. Pets. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's a lot going on right there, man. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if some health, you know, defects or some come after this too, man. It's like November or some shit, yeah. man. So, yeah, man. So, I, I feel a little bit bad for the families that had that's, that's over there that still... Like, right now, going through this crisis. Hey, so what What
0: ha- Like, um, do people get fired for this?
1: Like, after, I'm, like,
0: I, in, in all this re- it, it's a situation. I, yeah. I, before, before, you know, you get into it, like, I want to respect the situation. It's a situation that everybody's trying to figure out. You know, you got a Secretary Del Toro out there. I deeply apologize to each and every one of you and to the people of Hawaii that this incident may have been destructive to your lives in any way. Right? So, Hawaii ordered us to clean it up. Uh, we got CNO, we got SecNav, man, we got make Like everybody out there, we own it. We know what we supposed to do. All right. Yeah. When all of this is over and I, and the way that I think is this, is the way I think about most situations, let's figure this out. Let's fix it. Let's mitigate. And let's find a way that this don't happen again. Boom. All right. After that, is it somebody that we need to hold accountable for this?
1: Right. somebody is going to be held accountable for it i cannot see no one not being held accountable now we may not hear it we may hear it on some kind of message traffic somewhere but the world may not hear it yeah but somebody needs to be held accountable you know what i mean like 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 even if it's not <laughs> for the incident
0: because a lot of times in the navy it don't gotta even be for the incident like you you know yeah. you might get somebody that makes an honest mistake You know what I'm saying? But that honest mistake then might perpetuate from the next person that went down there when they were supposed to be on watch, but didn't check that, but didn't see that it was a leak because the person misaligned, you know, the system, you know, then that's, in my opinion, then that's the person that you need to be holding accountable. Not as much the person that misaligned the system.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then you know when the investigation, man. One thing about about stuff, man. I found out of doing this job for a long time, man, is like once something happens, look how many more things you finna go find once you start investigating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I bring this up, I talk about the Bonhar Rashad, right? One little thing happened, somebody did it, and all of a sudden they found all the rest of these little little things that could have prevented that, maybe or whatever the case would be now. They spilled this fuel, whatever. Now they're gonna to go to the source, and now they're gonna look around. They probably finna find several more things of probably rusted pipes and yeah. whatever happens. I, who knows, man? You know what I mean? So, regardless of the situation, man. So, you know, we just gotta get get it right. We just gotta get the water back going good. We gotta get all this, and then the investigation gonna work itself out. And I and I can see people being held accountable um, for this this incident, man. At the end of the day. Somebody's always in charge, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, some, some, some gonna happen. You know what I mean? So, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. We'll, we'll keep our ears to the, to the deck and find out and see what we hear, man. And see what, um, and we'll bring it here, man. Time it happens, time it drops, time we figure it out, we'll most definitely bring it back to the pod, let the people know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I could touch. Yeah. We could touch this. I don't want to touch Russia, Ukraine. And I don't want to touch that without somebody, um, that could speak to it better than we can. Uh, so we like yeah, yeah. to stay in the realm of like um, people, things that affect uh, uh, yeah. people on a low on a personal lower scale level, not as much the operations, because um, I know the operations affect people as well. But we like to stay on that realm. Now, if we could get somebody that could talk operations, I would love to be able to have that conversation with them. But I'm not going to sit here and talk tactical tactics and operations and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: I'm with
0: you. Army Navy game.
1: So first, off, let me start off. I did not oh watch my the game. Gosh, so I know, man. I know. Oh, man. Sport, I, I, man, on, you're I supposed to be like
0: a resident game. sports guy, man.
1: I am the resident sports guy, I but I did not this, watch man. the game because I, I have a little young son that was playing. Had a basketball uh-huh. game also, so I would. I am not the going to be the expert in this game, but yeah, I did see the score of the game, uh-huh. and I was very, I was very happy with the score of the game. Because not only did the Navy win, uh, this year the Navy didn't have a very good team, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to uh, wins and losses, right? So, um, and Army had a better team yeah, they, yeah. when it comes to wins and losses. So, for the Navy to uh, get that victory, man, I'm I'm very, like, I'm, 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 I'm very proud and I'm very, like, you know, Navy beat Army type deal, yeah. man. Like, I, like, like. I said, I say that, man. Like, think about it, man. I'm a a little, this Navy and Army thing, like, never, like, growing up meant anything to me. (laughs) Never meant anything to me. Like, but now as you in the Navy, man, it's like, it seems like it means something, man. Like, Heavy beat on. Like I'm, I'm tuning in. I'm looking at like if I don't look at the game, I'm most definitely looking at highlights. I'm, I'm actually like paying attention. Yo, I know the dude you know that I mean? brought the
0: goat to the game. Yo, I know the dude. My man Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out the Nick. <laughs> hey, he has seen oh, you. Man. Hey, shout out the Nick. I know Nick. I know you listening, man. Yeah, we're gonna have to get you over here to talk about that the, the, the task. Yeah,
1: man, like most task, definitely. Man.
0: Like the job of having to bring the goat to the game, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know if he made it this far into this episode, then I know he could hear me. Yo, come highlight. Like, we need to talk about this goat, man. But um, it was a comeback yeah, win too. It wasn't uh, we ain't come out the gate. So, like you said, first yeah. off, we were what um three and three and eight, and they was seven yeah. and three. So we were three and eight, they were seven and three. Um Cause now we four and eight and they eight and four, but it was a comeback W like, um, first quarter, uh, 10, seven. So they was up first quarter and then they, yeah. then they, uh, looked like they got a field goal second quarter and we didn't score at all. And then we scored, you know, and then we three more points in the fourth quarter and then that was it. So we shut them yeah. out in the second half. We said, we shut them out in the second half, but Hey, it's good to see, man. Um, I think doing a podcast. This might be the most that I've been kind of involved in. Even watching, like the hype surrounding, you know, the, the game. I know somebody else who I, I think who was out there too, um, Jackie Smith. I feel like she was out there. Officer, officer, she don't listen to the podcast, so. But shout out to her. I know she'll listen yeah. to the podcast though. But uh, shout out to her. Um, I think she was out there because she do a lot with the sports, um, over there with the uh, Midshipmen. So. Army yeah. Black Knights lost to the Midshipmen. Did we won? We won last year too, though, right?
1: I think so, man. I want to say yeah, we I did. Yeah, I feel like we
0: won last year. Let me check real quick. Um,
1: I feel like we won last but year. I, I tell you one thing, man. I like to like throw like though, it out there. Oh man. no, like, they, blew never, out,
0: bro. We, they blew us out, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry, sorry>, they <laughs> this, blew us out, right. Sorry, sorry, they blew
1: us out. This what I would say, man. To this to this game, though. Um you could be a cowboy fan, you could be me like be a 49er fan, you could be all these fans or uh-huh. all these teams, basketball, it don't matter. You can downright don't like each other when these games play each other whatever. Yeah. But when the Navy play the Army, yeah, we a team, man. Like we always have to get, <laughs> we, we get together, we like man talking about it all the time and, and it's like it's it's like one of those things, man, that that brings us in the Navy like together a lot more, man. Like if we was on a ship right now, trust me these this game will be on the mess decks yeah. it'll be in the, Between Chief the war mess it'll be room, on the war it'll room the yeah. it'll be everywhere man like and believe it or not like being in, you know, in the uh for the officer side of it though a lot of the, a lot of the the officers go to the academy and go to through the navy and stuff so they they got way more energy than i probably yeah. got you know when it comes to the to the games man so you know again man big shots out the navy man like being an underdog man and still come through with yeah, oh and,
0: and did you see the uniforms you did know? you see the new like the, cuz they they unveiled new uniforms for the game Mm-mm, yeah
1: they, yeah, they got now new now uniforms. Look they uniforms nice both up, both
0: army and navy had new uniforms on for the game the navy's had like the little captain america vibe to it and the army's mm. they had the um camo it was like real nice they got really they had really nice It's like i mean it's like the super bowl for them you know, those teams oh, could yeah. suck, but it's like the Super Bowl for them. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So, they had some really decent uniforms on.
1: Okay. Okay. Shit, man. Them uniforms, you can buy them. They ain't cheap either.
0: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let, 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 Let's keep it on um sports for a second. Okay. Uh, I, I was a little, uh, I didn't really want to touch this, but we touched it before. So, I'm going to touch it. I'm going to talk it again. Um, Simone Biles. Right. Okay. So when we talk, when I, the last time I talked to Simone Biles, I was championing her for her decision to step down from the Olympics and do what she, you know, uh, and and focus on her mental health because that is what is important. Important. Right. Yes. Um. And when you do that, when you choose to focus on your mental health, um, what comes along with that is the um, willing dismissal of. Accolades and trophies, and the things that you would get if you participated in the sporting event that you know you specialize in, or whatever, like that. Um, so Time Magazine, it's funny because you said this was probably gonna get hot and blow up, and I said, nah, but as I looked at the kind of trend, so but Time Magazine just awarded her, uh, athlete of the year, and um, I'm gonna cut to the chase, I don't agree with Time Magazine here. Um, Nothing against Simone Biles at all. I don't agree with Time Magazine's pick. Um, I think that Simone Biles was courageous, honorable, brave, and super great for the decision she made to um, drop out of the Olympics and focus on her mental health. Or better yet, step down from her role in the Olympics to focus on her mental health. However, I think that that should get you, um, a lot of things, uh, you know, courageous act of the year, uh, woman of the year, uh, person of the year, uh, anything of the year outside of athlete of the year. Um, because I feel like that's being weighed against other athletes who might have had a year in tenure um, of whatever sport it is that they are um, involved in. And I'm trying to choose my words like very, 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 very wisely. Um, So the precursor is love Simone Biles, was super inspired by her decision, wish I could have been as strong as her in some of those decisions. Simone Biles is the GOAT at what she does. She's great. Um, Time Magazine, however – I don't know what message they are sending and making her and labeling her as the athlete of the year because I think it takes away from the message that she sent by stepping down from the Olympics to focus on her mental health.
1: Yeah. So this is my take, man. First off, I will say, uh, the first question that comes to mind is, like, how is this award-giving? Who makes this call? Who does blah, blah, blah? So I dug a little bit in man. It says the award is voted on annually by a panel of AP Sports editors. Yeah. Right? So that's my first thing I want to know, like, what 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 comes into play when it comes to, you know, selecting who's the uh, athlete of the year? So, um, to me, and this is my opinion, is that an athlete of the year should be chosen by what they do in that field. Mm-hmm. Like her, her field is is being a gym in gym, uh, gymnastics, right? So, whatever she do, she kick ass in there. Now, if somebody came on here and told me that she she won this because of what she did before the Olympics, because she did have trials coming up to the Olympics of winning a lot of events that got her to the Olympics or whatever the case may be. But I think some of those events was before it wasn't even in that same cycle. I don't know. Yeah. But somebody really have to convince me that's the case because me, I'm looking at it like you gave this, this young lady this award because of, of how she handled herself, handled her mental health situation. Right. Uh, Which, she did great. Mm-hmm. She did great. She did things for her. She 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 did something that a lot of young people, old people, or whatever, probably couldn't do. So my, I applaud her for doing what she had to do. You know, for her mentals. But at the same time, this is the athlete of the year. Yeah. Meaning, like some people out there didn't won Super Bowls, and some people out there didn't won MVPs and won all type of events. I'm talking from hockey to whatever the event is, right? Um even somebody who who competed in the same event she competed in. Mm-hmm. You know, won um the female gymnastic won the whole Olympic gold for they call it the solo whatever yeah. for um uh, for the gymnastics, right? In the same field she's in. Um so I, I just don't know man, but I really wanna know. You know what I'm saying? I really want to know. And I and I'm I'ma dig a little bit deeper too, man. Like and, and like when this stuff happens like this, normally is an article gonna come out. She gonna get her a big write up and she's gonna I be read in some it. magazine. So you have. So in that they didn't talk more about that, like like how did or did they say it's because of men? I don't know what they what, did, what it they was. It was
0: about is because of her decision. That uh, uh, was the article for me, read Like, it was about, I'm not going to sit here and say I read the whole article. Let me not even do that. That would be irresponsible. But the parts of the article that I read through was all about the mental health um, decision. Um, Her decision to focus on her mental health and that kind of thing. And it wasn't really. Of course, they highlighted the fact that she's the greatest at what she does. Of of, is Simone Biles. I mean, like, come on.
1: Yeah, Um, she is. No doubt.
0: But the article seemed to be more about her decision.
1: So maybe, maybe that's where we're missing a point at. Maybe we're missing the criteria <laughs> for athlete of the yeah, year. But I, 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 Maybe it's more to it than just winning. Yeah, but I looked up you know Associated I mean?
0: Press Athletes of the Year years prior as well. I looked them up too. Yeah. Um, and I didn't read um, – I didn't really read the description of when they got it, but it's like Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, yeah. Wayne Gretzky, Steph Curry. It's like – these players as they were actively like breaking records or having an MVP year are doing something like that. It wasn't more of them for being like a hero for making a decision that didn't have to do with the sport. Like and and, and, yeah. and most of these um, articles that I, you know, I saw are most of the athletes that won. These were athletes that like, let's see if I can pull it up real quick, but these were like athletes that like really did their thing.
1: Like, um, Let's go yeah. um hey why while while he pulling that up I want to I want to be clear though. This has nothing to do with Simone Biles. Right? I want to make this make that very clear to everyone out there man. This is more about um the criteria and what we look for in the athlete of of the year. Um and I would love to hear man everyone's opinion on this and what you guys think about um the athlete of the year and do you and is she deserving of this yeah award and she on uh, that's yeah. most definitely what i want to hear from everybody man is she deserving of this award and i know it's gonna be some some great opinions out there and uh me and, me and dumbo would love to listen and love to talk about uh these decisions so put some. Put something in the comment box, put something, whatever, man. In the next ep in our next episode, we'll most definitely get on here and talk about
0: it. Yeah, it says Simone Bow's name, Tom Athlete of the Year for raising a value on mental health. I was just looking at Associate Press. I can't find that for uh Tom. I wanna make sure it's time magazine every year. So I don't wanna um be irresponsible again i was looking at associated press and associated press simone Biles is like athlete of the year like four times is simone Biles again like of course she's athlete of the year for like four times for activity that she was doing as an athlete you know what i mean so yeah um of course you know what i'm saying but yeah that was a a good way for you to end it with that question um Yeah, that was a great way for you to end it with that question. Nothing. This has nothing really to do with Simone at all, just more to do with um, Tom. Like, is that what? And if it is, then what is the, what's the potential message in that decision? Uh, What's the potential message? I don't know. That's the reason why I'm asking. What's the potential uh, message in that? Yes, we do value mental health because we talk about it all the time on on this podcast. We talk about mental health all the time. Speaking on mental health, um, well, yeah, speaking on mental health, um, the test, the exam, right? The exam results came up, right? Yeah. And uh, sometimes people could be shook from these, especially people that have been in the field for a super long time, and they ain't make it yet, you know, um, grinding and trying their hardest, and they just didn't make it yet. Uh, And these people... They got to have, you got to, you know, you, you know, you're kinda that, hey, you kind of told hey, talk to your people, have a conversation with them. And, um, I was reading the message about that. Like recently, I was like, yo, talk to your people. And I was just thinking about like, when I was, a if I was a junior seller and I had taken a test X amount of times, um, how I would have responded to my chief. All right. Matter of fact, let's just play it through. All right. Um, you, 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 you're the chief, you're the senior chief, right? You got a highly motivated, you know, second class, um, and they with you. They just kind of got to the command, and you know, they tell you that you know they've been cutting in the ninety, you know, whatever percentile. You got a locked up rate, and they just not making it right. So they next year happen, results come out, and they didn't make it. What's what's your conversation?
1: My my conversation to them is like, uh, first off, they got something in place now too, though. So we'll do a CDB on them, right? Mm-hmm. And that CDB is where we'll have a, a more deeper conversation about it. And my my message is going to be is to stay motivated, stay energized, keep doing what you're doing, you're doing a great job. I'm going to say all those, you know, political yeah. words or whatever uh, that, I, that I need to say. But then at the end of the day, I'm also going gonna, to gonna tell them that we're going to dive into the numbers too. Because I want to – my thing is explaining to people why things are how they are, uh-huh. you know. So I would like to have his – there as a his, but his or her profile sheet. Yeah. Um. Uh, there and try to dive into the numbers a little bit and see why and how this is this shaked out like this. Because you're right, we have seen on server situation where people showing in the ninety some percentile and just not making. Right. It. Is it because of time and raid? Is it because of this? I want to show all that stuff and highlight it. That's why every time what we always do, man. hey, Let me see your profile sheet. Right. I want to see a profile sheet before I even go in a CDB with you, so I can explain to you on why things are how they are um but my biggest thing that i will i will i the reason why we do the CEBs the reason why we talk is to show sailors we support them i think that is so huge giving them a support system and they know that we care about them making rank and we care about their well-being when it comes to them not making it and how they feeling and how they doing and things like that um but sadly um taking that test is a um it is a individual thing you can't take it for them you know uh but you can impact it in other ways like like if you got a shit hot sailor what are you what are you doing as a leader to a shit hot sailor that's getting shit done you can help them by making sure they got evaluations or 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 in order because that's that's one of the the key things that you can help a sailor out right because how many points that your evaluation is giving them cuz i i have seen a situation where you can have a sailor that's that's doing real great doing really good things and end up they still falling behind sailors that's been there for a while or whatever the case may be right yeah. so you got to make sure you're supporting them sailor you know who's who's doing what and how they doing it and sometimes you got to make a tough decision to make sure those sailors is out there kicking ass get 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 a fair shake but I think the biggest thing, man, is me showing them that I support them, um, and and and, and want to help them any way I can.
0: All right, so all that magic happened. All the magic you just said happened next year. Exam, yeah. six months later, whatever, right? Exam, um, same result. What's your conversation?
1: <laughs> it's gonna be more of the same conversation, man. Uh, I mean, next year, it, exam, it,
0: it, it, same result. Yeah. What's your
1: conversation? Yeah. Now how many times How
0: many times as a seller I'm listening to you but how many times as a seller Would you Would you be able to listen to the same
1: conversation Well uh, Look man I I got where you're going with this conversation but at the end of the day, man, like this, this, this on me too, though. Yeah, you know I mean, so I, I have to take a little bit of this ownership also of this. You know, as a leader, only thing we can do is just like talk to them, right? And and then as a leader, we can look at the other programs that's out there that we can help them with. If that's the case, if if they're shit hot, if they're kicking ass, it's other programs that are out there that I can help them with. I'm not gonna tell them that though, yeah. but I should be as a leader looking into a map program or something like that. If they are kicking ass, if they scoring in 90 percentile and all that type of stuff. So it's, it's other things that I can look into as a leader, but the conversation about the test itself, man, like it's, it's hard, man. I think you could do is go through the numbers again, <laughs> go through all this stuff. And, and and I got it, man. Like, but you can't, you can't, you can't physically give them anything when it comes to that test though. Yeah. I can't come to you and say, Oh, let me give you, you know, five points. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I can't, I can't deliver that. Well, they cutting you know in mean? the nineties. So,
0: can... Uh we, we said that. They cutting in the 90-something. It's just a locked-up break. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess the plan would yeah. be to try to get them mapped.
1: Um. Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't know if it's fresh ways to have the conversation. Um, I don't know if it's any fresh ways. It's not,
1: after that first conversation. After that first conversation, man. It's like it's, like, it's rough after that, it, man.
0: Though, I don't know if it's any yeah. fresh ways to like really
1: remix it. Yeah. You know, do something different. But- but you know what, though, man, it is some creative minds out there, man. Yeah. So, um, uh, um, if you guys have, you know what, I ain't gonna say what conversation you guys have had, but what are, what is some of the feedback that you guys have gave sailors? And I would love to hear some crazy stories about what sailors have said back to Look, man, <laughs> the leadership. You know what I mean? Like because I, I, um, I never had crazy stories said back back to me but i have had a sailor tell me hey senior this is like my fourth time i got it yeah i, I like you know what I mean. they kind of yeah, like yeah, cut yeah, me yeah, off yeah, yeah. from my yeah, little yeah. spiel <laughs> senior i got it senior that slow walk i got it senior <laughs> that slow yeah, walk yeah, into the shop
0: yeah. uh, you got your uh yeah. profile sheet man yeah man uh, yeah i noticed uh you uh you was like seven <laughs> points under in this. <laughs> like <laughs> Ain't nobody <laughs> shot here. Hey, I, 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 I want to know dragon. what the sellers um have heard that, like yeah. what some of the junior guys have heard that.
1: Oh, you yeah, know, that'd be good. Triggered yeah. Yeah. them
0: or what they might have heard that, like motivated them or kept them going. What works, what doesn't work. I want to hear that from sellers. Is it a yeah, conversation man, that's too. needed to be had? Do y'all still want to get CDBs after, you know, not making it off the exam? Or do y'all want to, you know, kind of, go ahead and do what you got to do and then, you know, get your CDB when you're supposed to get it because the CDB should be going over the sections and, you know, um, stuff like that, you know? So I want to know what y'all think, like are you you being afforded enough training? Do you want to hear from a leader that didn't like really let you take any time out to train? Now, now, on top of that, you should be training on your own at home and stuff. But do you want to hear from a leader that really didn't value that, and then tell you how you could do better, but they didn't. So, just that's some of the oh. stuff I want to hear. You
1: know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you even want to show that that profile sheet? Uh, when
0: I'm when I ain't make it, when <laughs> I was a second and I ain't make it, and I, I don't even know if I'm PNA, I ain't want nobody. My um EM2, uh, Bragg, man, he always listen, he always listen all the time. Um, He asked for the profile sheet, man, and I was ashamed, man. I'm like, man, I don't want him to see this. Oh. Like, I'm supposed to be. The next up and coming guy. Like you're like, this ain't the way my test score is supposed to look. I think after that, <laughs> after that, he um after I showed it to him, I never wanted to feel like that again when somebody asked me for a profile sheet. Like I wanted to be able to like, you see, like people share their profile sheets on like Facebook and stuff like that. They normally the good ones. Yeah. Like you never see like the 47%ile yeah, yeah. <laughs> on Facebook. You know what I mean? So like yeah, no, I never,
1: that one that says failed.
0: So I never wanted to <laughs> you be You not see those. Man. I never wanted to be the person that was scared to uh, send submit like a profile sheet. So I studied, I studied yeah. my ass off bro. And um, I cut like in the 97 percentile on that next exam. And I made second, but it was because yeah. of that. Like I ain't never want brag to be asking me for my damn, Hey, shout out to JB, Justin Bragg, but I never wanted brag to be asking me for my um, profile sheet and me be like, you know, ashamed of it. It's funny. Cause as a second class, He was like, he was kind of like a, he had like a LPO feel. You know what I mean? Like it's Mm -hmm. crazy back then, like second classes. Like he had a, like, he was like the second LPO. Boss. Yeah, he was like the second. And I don't even know, as I think about it, I don't even know if he was a works in a suit. We had another works in a suit and then we had a junior works in it. We had another second class that was a works in a suit and then we had a junior, like a third that was a works in a suit. But he was just kind of like, like the A, I don't know if he was the ALPO in title, but he definitely was the ALPO in, in spirit and in force and yeah. in power. Yeah. Like he was, like yeah, the, you know, he was the guy. Um,
1: some, some sometimes man, you just got those guys out there that's just good leaders, man. You know what I mean some of them don't even want the power; they don't want to be named the ALPO. They don't want to be named the Works in a Suit. They just want to go out there and just lead people.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying yeah. they don't. You, you got just those guy You need to
0: Like, just, like, yeah,
1: and you, guy. Yeah.
0: Like, if he welcome you to his so house, be like, yeah. a good guy. Like, yeah. he casa su casa. Yeah. If he, he yeah. like, I'm telling you, like, we yeah. still keep in contact, like, all the time. Like, he still hit me up. and yeah. he hit me up, too. Keep me honest. Like, he'll hit me up. Like, if I I know I'm not ever going to go too long without hearing from him, you know? And it's been years since we've seen each other, you know what I'm saying? So that's that brotherhood, man. That's, like, real love, respect
1: type stuff, man so uh yeah, man
0: me. um so what's up with this dmap instruction man not, well, yeah not man bad. so
1: so speaking of you know we was just talking about you know the test and all that stuff i think this is one of the things that may help out a little bit too you know um i'm assuming you guys already know or already read it, hopefully is um the map, mm-hmm. right so uh, detailing marketplace assignment policy—that's what DMAP stands for—and yeah. um, in a nutshell, I'm, I'm sure you're gonna get into the to the to the words of the of what it's talking about. But now, it's a lot of incentives out there. And I know. I think last episode we were talking about incentives, and uh, is that hurting us or is, is it helping us and all that? Now, in this case. I thought about it a little bit, man. Last time you asked me this question, I felt like I didn't have time to really think, you know, about sentences and all that stuff. Then I, thought, I started thinking about the, the civilian sector. You know, what I mean, on you know, how the next person, what we do, we we give them a, a two or three dollar raise, right, mm-hmm. and, and may give him some more responsibilities and all this type of stuff. I feel like in an in incentive program here, I feel like why not if someone is working to that to that um capability because it's it's different it's different ways they doing it in this nav admin right they have one way they doing it is that if you stay longer at c i guess that you know that you can you can you can pick up e5 right it's one of when they got monetary um giving you more money Mm -hmm. for being more c time and giving You you think we get paid enough um Oh, no. I most definitely don't think we get paid enough. Why not? Because, man, like from when you're talking about... um, I feel like if if I was coming... If I was making the money I'm making and I'm coming home every day, Mm -hmm. I might might think differently. But when I'm on that ship and I'm going out for six, seven months, missing my family, missing all this stuff that's going on in the world, ain't no way I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid the same. Or I'm stationed in Buku somewhere else and away from the United States for three years at a time. Yeah. Three years at a time. Ain't no way I'm getting paid enough, man. So I most definitely don't think I'm we real getting paid, especially when it comes to job specific things we doing. Like you send me overseas or you send me different places. But if I'm doing like a nine to five short duty, I'm coming home every day. Maybe. But there's some jobs out there, man, especially being on a ship or especially being stationed overseas that I most definitely have a problem with, no, what, with 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 the what pay.
0: about when you add the healthcare and uh, bah? You still don't think we getting paid enough?
1: Um, I don't think we are getting paid enough when it comes to um, our statue in, in in the civilian sector. Probably if, if now if somebody now I don't have those numbers, <laughs> uh-huh. but I guarantee you, if you put what we doing right now in in in, in, the, in the navy, and you put up against a, a civilian and what they're doing. I guarantee is is probably a, a big. I ain't gonna say a big pay difference, but I bet you it's a pay difference.
0: Okay.
1: On what we doing, um, but I don't have the numbers with me. But if somebody want to look that up, I'm not looking it up though. Okay. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, let, <laughs> but well, um. Back.
1: So back to the back to the to the to the nav admin. Um, right now it's it's in phases, right? Yeah. So the first phase is going to be for um the ab the abf is the abf abh gsm's and cs, which is they are um uh, for the race that's pretty much hardcore sea duty intense yeah. um uh, rates uh so they going to start with 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 those rates um and it's more i think it's it, like and you can correct me if I'm wrong it seems to me that this nav admin is coming from a place of uh sea duty yeah right like having uh and in manning yeah you know what I mean? Having people uh stay navy and all, and all this type of stuff uh seen like where this is coming from. And at first I say, man, you know what? We getting all these incentives to do stuff, man. When are we going to like have people that, hey, you know what? Stay navy or don't stay navy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it for a minute, man, like like why not get these guys some incentives to stay navy, man? Like um I'm a, I'm a, I'm going a to read a couple things out here though, man. Like um about the incentives, they got one. It's called the A two P, right? It's a E four sailors who have served a minimum of three years on sea duty as apprentice, and that's E four and below, and is eligible for advancement to E five. Yeah, E fours who have passed the most recent Navy wide advancement exam but have not advanced to E five can apply for the E five sea duty to um, the my Navy assignments. If selected, sailors will permanently advance to E5 upon reporting to the E5 position, which will occur after approximately four years in their initial c duty assignment. Sailors must be obligated to sufficient service through int- intentions, um, extensions, or reenlistment to complete the full three-year journeyman c-, c tour um, and associated training pipeline. Uh, any sailors with a soft end active obligated. Uh, service date that already matches or exceeds the duration of three years. Gentlemen, tour is not required to incur additional service. Now, I read something earlier um, saying that, do they automatically fall into this yeah. program? Yep. Right? And I, I thought I read that earlier. They automatically fall into the program. If you didn't want to do it, you got to submit, wow. um, submit a form, right? Um oh where I read that at. I read that somewhere, man. I know I did. Oh, in order to opt out the sailor's detailer must receive an electronic personal action request, a NAVPERS 1306, um, from the sailor via the command no later than one March. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like you automatically gonna go into this. One, one March
0: 2023.
1: Yeah, one March 2023. Okay. Um that that was kind of that's that was the only like crazy thing I I read about it, like you better be on top of your game if you don't want to be on, in this program. Does, does, does that you does it
0: to... say 1 March 2023?
1: I'm sorry. Does... No, it says March 21 when I'm reading. Okay. No, well, March 21 is in... over. I mean, I say not 21. March 22.
0: Okay. Because I know that. Not 23. It's... I know you got opt out of DMAT if your PRD is on or before 1 March 2023. So basically what you're saying is they got to figure that out by March 2022?
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's one of the they send that's the AT, the A2P.
0: Advanced to position.
1: Yeah, advanced to position. Um and then you got uh what they call I don't know if they call it DMIP or whatever, the detailing marketplace incentive pay. Uh-huh. Now that one is sailors who execute the DMAP four plus three C duty option will earn a monthly incentive pay for the entire three-year journeyman mm-hmm. C tour. Um uh, rates will vary depending on location and type of C duty. Initial DMIP rates will range between $200 and $800 per month. That means a sailor who is earning the average DMIP rate of $500 per month will receive $18,000 additional incentive pay over the three-year German (laughs) C-Tour. When I think of that, I'm going to think about, hey, why am I getting $500, not $800? That's here and there. Um, Mm -hmm. That is on top of the uh, $21,300 in in career C-Pay and C-Pay premium. Uh, for the sailors assigned to ships company for their three year journeyman sea tour, in total, a sailor who executes the DMAP four plus three sea duty option could earn an extra thirty nine thousand three hundred dollars more in DMAP CSP and CPP. So, why not? Right? You got you if you keep these sailors out the sea, so you are doing a total of seven years at this. And I don't know if it said at this command or they can go to another command. I'm not sure if it's specified that, but regardless they're at sea, um, why not get my of being out there? Yeah. You know what I mean? They can go to shore duty right now. They eligible for shore duty, but they want to do another three years. Um, or they committed to doing another three years or the Navy is telling you you another three years. If you don't submit the right paperwork. Um, so why not get paid for it? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one that we have is a command advance to position similar to the a2p and, and CA. the ca2p allows commanding officers to retain their top performing e4 sailors who are eligible for advancement to e5 um by permanently advancing them to e5 to fill a vacant or projected to become vacant e5 position within their command before entering um the mna sailors will advance to e5 upon filling the e5 position and must obligate to sufficient Service through extension of the reenlistment to complete a minimum of seven years at the command. A three-year journeyman, E5, C2, or following a four-year apprentice. C, C. in addition to any associated training, requires to transition from apprentice to journeyman. I'm not going to read all the rest of that, but I, what I will say is, man, that's a big deal right there, though. Right? Um, and, I, and I'm saying it's a big deal um, because... Um, I look at it as man, seven years, man, at the same command. Whew, that's a long time, mm-hmm. man. That is a long time at the same command. Um, yeah, I mean, how does yes, that man, even
0: work when, well, like, with like, what
1: evils? Yeah, like, what if how you seven, it going? How- uh,
0: as a junior seller, yeah. where you where that kind of matters more to you?
1: Yeah, and then on top of it, I know I'm, I'm hoping also we looking at at. um these are being overman rates, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because uh, to me, we got ch- making chief at fucking East. It's seven years now. <laughs> I mean, we talking about giving me an E five? Yeah, you giving me? E- I mean, four years, man. Now in today's Navy, depending on your rate of course, man. Four years, you're first class. Mm-hmm. Damn near, you know what I mean? You, you know, if you're not at four, a first class, you're damn near up for it. Yeah, you know, you you about to hit it. <laughs> So that that's pretty. That's that's the only issue I see with the whole thing, man. We talking about you gonna do seven years straight, but you probably in some of these rates, man. You already gonna be a freaking E four. I guess that's why they specifying and saying exactly what race they are that they doing. Yeah. Maybe maybe because they are over man ratings hard to make make a uh, rank, and I can see CS being one of those. I don't know about that well, well, they
0: race see race intensive. They see intensive too. Like so, they need them out. We need them on ships. Yeah. We need CSs on ships. We need Gsms on ships. We need ABFs and ABHS. We need them underway. Like, but I,
1: I, I, yeah, I mean, I got that. But I'm just talking about the fact of, I wish I knew had in front of me, um, the time and rate for those rates, though. You know what I mean? I mean,
0: we seeing Gsms like, make chief seven years. Like, we seeing it. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's. Yeah, like, we seeing Gsms make chief seven years, senior chief. Yeah, less than ten. Um, so we seeing uh, Gsms make rank. Um cs i can't like with my eyes i can't judge that uh as, as well as the abfs and the abhs but from my judgment on gsm's it's not like it's super locked
1: up yeah yeah i know e's are even better than m's but oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. E's you he <laughs> just show up, yeah. bro. <laughs> show up um so okay that's three of them we talked about what else they got here last one They have the last one. They have the continuous sea duty credit. As all DMAP sailors earn CSDC while serving on sea duty, CSDC will be earned at the rate of one credit per month served on sea duty. Sailors with the most CSDC gets priority consideration in the assignment selection process. Mm -hmm. Specifically, CSDC will be used in assignment process to assign highly solid, after positions, positions that allow sailors to remain in the same geographic location to the qualified sailors with the most CSDC. While CSDC does not guarantee an assignment in a geographical location, it gives sailors who complete back to back sea duty top priority for shore duty assignments of their choice over sailors who serve less time on continuous sea duty. The CSDC counter resets to zero upon assignment to shore duty. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I think we could have did more on that last one. Why? Wow. Right? Why you say that? If you want some real like incentives, man, like that geographical location shit could be fucking anywhere. You know what I mean? That could be anywhere on probably the west coast. I'm, you know I what I mean, mean? Like it's
0: four different incentives. The first one is um, more money. Well, it. the first one is uh, advanced to advance to pay grade, right? So, um that ain't bad the second one is more no 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 no. No. the second one is more money the third one is another is pretty much like a a, a map by your command map yeah and then they got another one a fourth one um and you say we could do better with the fourth one but and and my thought process yeah my thought that's like you just holding the fourth one that would be like just kind of looking at it as that's the only one but that's the fourth of
1: yeah you know four incentives
0: And to me, that's not.
1: And then you, and then, and, and then the fourth one also. I, and I didn't look at it like that. The fourth one also is going to accumulate. So you take either one of them, then the fourth one is going to accumulate regardless. Look like, yeah. But now right? I got to fight, fight you.
0: Now I got to fight you and see who's gonna leave earlier. <laughs> like, like you yeah. know, what I'm saying like that. I gotta. We we, we gotta see who's gonna stay longer because I get a better chance at negotiating. And I, I mean, what's the, what's the metric on that one? The fourth one. Like, how can they prove to me if somebody say. Nah, well, you're not. Like, how can how can we be proving that that's even happening? Like, how do we know that? Yeah. That's the only I'm thing about the fourth one to yeah. me, like, how
1: you know that's happening. Yeah. Somebody got somebody. I mean, somebody has to be tracking this. Who's tracking it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I how know. can
0: you show me? Like, if I'm up, if I did seven years and I'm thinking, like, I, I got, like, you know, first dibs on where I'm going to go. And then I'm, you tell me, like, no, you don't. Like, what you got to, to substantiate you saying, like, you don't have, <laughs> like, I can't you know you know what i'm saying like hey i want to go to florida yeah. um i've been in florida on sea duty now i don't want to go to florida on shore duty well um i know you think you could because of uh going this program VA, but uh you, you didn't build enough uh continuous sea duty credit It's 15 16 people yeah. ahead of you with continuous sea duty credit and yeah, they want to yeah, go to uh, going florida so
1: yeah you're going yeah, to be able to so man.
0: you're going to go go ahead to Norfolk <laughs> or Japan like <laughs>
1: I don't know. Oh man, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that, that's that's crazy. But um, well, you know what, man, I was looking at system. What's so? Which one you would, you would try, man? If you was up, you your time. Which one you would go with, man? For seven years at sea, money. Yeah. You got give
0: me some more. Like now, now before we yeah. get into that, like um, you covered like everything. I would cover uh, is for flexibility with seashore flow to reduce gaps, right? Um, you yeah. talked about monetary, non-monetary incentives. Um, yeah, I'm even gonna take the rank. Out of money, you know what I'm saying, and that's what that's seven years. That's a four year tour with a three year extension, you know what I mean? So that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to be yeah. made. Um, there, yeah, it would definitely have to be a and then it's like, yo, can I and that's it's got to be at the same command, too, right? It's not, yeah, yo, that's, can that's I stay true. on Sea duty, but can I cross decks? I don't wow. know nothing about that. Like, can I shift, can yeah. I swap with another? It seemed
1: cell? like the one that talked, seemed like the one that talked about. The command advancement to a position said so it had to be at the same command because he he making you the e five yeah. to fill that gap. You know what I mean? So it seemed like that one.
0: Hey hey um, while we talking, a hey, big shout out to um uh, Ian One Chad Underwood who just got his second E-Out letter in within a year. So I think that's pretty dope. Um, so two e E-out, yeah. E-Out letters within a year. Yeah, yeah. man, big shout two out. E l letters within a year. So he got an e l letter on a peralta he left the peralta and he got another e on his new ship so big nice big shout out to him man i didn't even know he left the peralta way yeah man he left the i gotta find that the, um i forgot uh oh he okay. on a curtis wilbur okay. yeah he on a curtis wilbur so he did a swap so he could get back to um san diego with his family he did a swap he was one of the significant people around when uh, i was going through it's funny full circle actually he was one of the significant people around when we were going through the miscarriage because he was pregnant at the same time and i remember he came up i remember one day he's like yeah this is the kind of stuff when i found out you know that the baby wasn't gonna make it you know just the way i Mm -hmm. like the way i had to let him know that and the way he received it i'll never forget you know he was like like for, yeah. I didn't even say it. I think I love, he was saying something to me and I looked at him and he was like, for real? And I was like, yeah, for real. And then he just got quiet. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh-huh. yeah, a lot of love and respect for that guy. Um, emotion, like emotional kind of, you know, somebody, if you connect with them emotionally, y'all always kind of connected, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah.
1: but, um, yeah. I, um, which one of these would you take? Man, I'm I'm around the same same way you' going, man. Because at the end of the day, if I took the if I took the rank, the rank comes with the money. Because now you get you get more bah, maybe you know what I mean, all that type of stuff. Um, also, but um, I, I would probably man like seem like some of these should run together though.
0: I mean, uh, hopefully I hopefully mean? they do, but uh, they might yeah. not. But some of these dudes, you know, while you talk about the fourth one, it's, it's a lot of people that to choose that fourth one. You know, that's yeah, a lot of people state, yeah, choose that choose that form.
1: Yeah. to stay where they want to go because, you know what I mean, they feel like they probably can make rank two, though. Yeah. I never felt so, like yeah.
0: that about being in, like, as far as it mattered where I went. Like, I never yeah, was either. too crazy about that. Like, all right, if I fall in needs, I fall in... I, I chose places and I want to go places, but if I fall in knees, I fall in knees and I'm good to go. Um, If you're a civilian, I'm talking yeah. about needs of the Navy, like the Navy just going to send you wherever they choose to send you or whatever. So... But yeah, I mean, but that's a. some people I know now that would have rode with that. There's people I know now that took another C-Duty tour right now just to stay, just to stay. local yeah. or whatever area because the family, your wife yeah. might have a career that y'all don't want to upend up her from, uproot her from, uproot the kids from school, certain things like that. So yeah, yeah I don't know.
1: That'd be tough, man. That'd, that'd be tough. Then you're right. People do it just because of that. Uh, most definitely man there's some good incentives for especially for some of those races hard to advance to in a c duty usc duty you know you c going rate why not take the money you know what yeah. i'm saying why not use the incentives to your advantage um and i'm sure it's probably be some follow-ups i'm sure there's gonna be some people asking a lot more questions so i'm assuming we're gonna we're gonna be up here um updating some stuff that's on here it's the first time it came out so trust and believe it's always some some um some updated messages be here to follow and we'll be right here to to let everybody know know,
0: like so i think people i think it's some people out here that'll probably take a a four-month shore duty break instead of a three-year shore duty tour um yes your shore duty is different y'all pretty active y'all go on ships and stuff like that but i could see a lot of sailors Being like if they had an option, you know, and I would love for people to kind of, you know, get back with me on this. But I can see a lot of sellers if they had an option, yo, eight months on sea duty, four months on shore duty forever versus three years on shore duty Um, and then four or three or five years on sea duty um, just because of um, or a year on uh, shore duty. Two years on C duty, something like that. Cause C Duty, you got times when you're in port, you got times you're underway. Yeah, we getting crazy. You know, yeah, it's a lot that's happening, inspections and all of that. But yeah. I, I could tell you straight up, man. Um, I and I don't know if it's um some syndrome or whatever, but um man, I miss sea duty. I miss like the 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 pace. I miss the yeah. pace of sea duty. I miss that, man. Yeah.
1: Most you definitely, know, most um, definitely. I, but I, I, the only thing I, I think about C-Duty, man, short sure duty, you're right. I can do a year of short sure duty and, and be, I, I think the only issue that I have is, is that how we, on how we um, always talking about progression and things like that, right? So that's, that's kind of like my only take on it when it comes to like shorting your, your, your short sure duty up. But say for example, sea duty, I mean, I think 36 months should be like max for everybody, regardless. Yeah. I think 36 months, I think you get there, you get your feet wet, that next year you progress, and then at that, that third year is where that's your, you should be at the top of your game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's time for somebody else to come in and do the same thing. Short duty, on the other hand, I just don't know how the evaluation side of it will work when it comes to progression because you're only going to be there for... A year, like I say, like if you was there for only a year. Man, but I don't even want to get in. Yeah, an but that's how house. we that's how we that's how we do things get, though. You know what I mean? You have to look at it, you e-vices. have to think about it because but I
0: don't get it. But yeah. I mean, civilians get evals, too, but I don't want to get in a, like the weight of something or some now. Um damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. But um uh short duty versus sea duty. Oh, if you're not like bettering yourself on shore duty. It's almost like no reason to be on short duty. Like, yeah. there's no, like, it's not, you're not going to make more money. You're not, unless you are like, again, bettering yourself, unless you somewhere out making money. Uh, are you in school? Or are you doing something like that for the betterment of yourself? If you got children and you spending time with the kids, if you, sure, it's like personal, personal, personal time. You know what I mean? Like you should be able to take care of yourself. Other than that, man, that C-Duty life, it just, as, as crazy as we, it's like, as much as people might complain, gripe, you know, be down about it, you know, the uh, wait at the uh, outside the pier because they don't want a co-ed to sit in their car, it's like I think that I, I I could be just speaking for me or you know, but I think people miss it when they when they not on it.
1: Yeah, I know, I do, no doubt about that. Yeah, man, I think people I miss definitely it. You get bored. I'm definitely bored, man. Yeah. You get bored, right, in the office yeah. and stuff. Yeah, poor man. Um, and then that, and, and on top of that, man, I've been in, we've we, we been in long enough now, too, though. Like, we own we, when we own C duty, we kind of try to enjoy it, too. You yeah, know, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. It's a lot going on, but when I'm on C-Duty I used to tell say it's all the time. Yep, you go to shore duty, they shit gonna be going yeah. on, though.
0: And my last you know shore mean? duty experience, I did all of college, the working out, the second, I worked at Wendy's, man, when I was uh, on shore duty before. Mm. Had a job at Wendy's, man. i quit in like five days i quit (laughs) in like five days man yep i quit in like five days that i I don't know if i ever told that job that that story on here but i I used to work at wendy's before i joined so when i Mm -hmm. came to when i moved uh, i lived in Glen Burnie. when i moved there i took a job at wendy's and um i'm you know i'm like yeah you know i was an assistant manager i was a you know ship supervisor i worked my way up to be assistant manager i had my own store all this and they like yeah um you know, we're gonna hire you, you know. And I'm thinking I'm about to be assistant manager. I got all this experience with Wendy's white, red, green, white, red, green on a sandwich. They hire me mm-hmm. and they like, yeah, you on the grill. I'm like, the grill. <laughs> I'm like, how this happened? Like, I told you I was assistant manager. I was just I'm on my, my first day at Wendy's, I'm on a grill, and I'm using the old tactics, you know, four corners on a beef. And the dude, he come over, he's like, oh, I see you doing a, you know, the four corners. Then this is a dude, he's making his living in life off of, you know, the Wendy's yeah. job. Older than me, stuff yeah. like that. Nothing against, nothing yeah. against it. But this is this like at, at the young age I'm at now with some arrogance or whatever, I'm thinking like, yo, who is this dude? You know, he's like, yo, I see you, you know, you, you doing four corners on your beef, man. He's like, that ain't how you do it. I'm like, no, nah, that is. I used to work here. I was a shift supervisor. I was assistant manager. I saw all the training tapes. I used to play the training tapes. That's how you do it. You know, don't mind you, I ain't say all that to him, but that's all I said in my head. I yeah. did say, no, nah, no, nah, you do four. He's like, nah, it's two corners. It's only two. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, all right. And the crazy thing is, because I told him I ain't need to watch the training videos because I like I had all the trade. So mind you, so I hit the two corners. And the way Wendy's work is they don't want you to overcook, um, no meat really. And if you do, it goes into, um, like a little container so it could be used as chili meat. Right. So you are really making most of your, your burgers, like as people order them. So for instance, I might have 12, um, small patties on a grill at the same time. And I might have eight big patties on a grill at the same time. Right, because yeah. I'm anticipating people to whatever. Now, if somebody come in and get a triple, it's a problem. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean. But outside of that, like I'm, you know, I'm anticipating the the burger. You know, the way it's gonna work. So if you covering yeah. a whole grill, it's a rush period. But so, however, I had my burgers out. He was like, yo, he came back over again, man. <laughs> he was like, uh, yeah, I see you got you know twelve on one side and eight on the other. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's just, you know, preset. So somebody ordered, I already got one ready. It's half of these done, half of these. He's like, yeah, you cut that down by like half at this at this hour, man. I'm like, nah, it's like normally. He's like, nah, yeah, yeah, cut that down by half. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So, I'm like, so I was like, I was like, all right, I don't know. So the next day they threw me on the fries, pretty much the same experience. The next day the manager got punched in the face when he fired somebody. Mm. I think it was like the next day. And I live like right across the street from the Wendy's. So I went in there and, and, and this was actually around this time of year. So I went in there like three days before my birthday. It might've been December the 4th. Um, That's Jay-Z's birthday if, if people don't know that, but it might've been December the 4th. So I go in there and I'm like, yo, if I got to work, it was, I think it was the 5th. I don't remember my dad's birthday, but I'm like, if I got to work on my birthday, I'm quitting. That, that, that That was my thing to quit. Now, mind you, I'm young. I was I had a Camaro SS at the time. It was man. I got kind of cocky because like this beautiful, beautiful uh, woman came to work there one day and she worked at like the Wendy's, a, a different Wendy's. I don't know why the hell she worked yeah. at Wendy's, but she worked at a different Wendy's. But she came to help us because after the dude that got fired, that the manager left, we needed people. So, so she came to help and I'm like, man, why am I here? I'm like the whole day I'm working. I'm like looking over at her like, yo, like what am I here for? Like, I can't even like, so me being as arrogant and stupid and young as I was after I left, I came back and got some food and my like Camaro and all that. She's like, oh, that's your car. I was like, yeah, it's my car. But she's like, but you work at Wendy's. <laughs> I got another job. You know that mind you, we real young. Long story short, all that stuff happens. So I'm, I'm near like the day after my birthday, like December, well, like a couple days before my birthday, I think it's like December 5th. And I'm like, yo, if I work on my birthday, I'm quitting. So I go up to the front and I'm like, yo, can I see the schedule? And you know how these jobs, they like, well, what you, they like, what's up? I was like, I just want to see if I work on my birthday. So there's, like, all right, we're going to go back there and check. So the, they came back out and they was like, yo, you work on December 6th and December 7th. That was like the day before my birthday and my birthday. And then they was like, uh, yo, um, however, like, we need you right now. Can you come in right now? I'm like, I'm like, I left and never went back, man. The worst thing about that, the worst thing about that is I like Wendy's. I like the food. So I had to avoid, I had to avoid getting my food from that Wendy's, like, for the time I was living there, man. But yeah, that's what happened. Hey, yeah, I'll be right back, buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, like, Yeah, I'm gonna just go, you know, I, I ain't come back, man. I'm like, yeah, I can't work here, it's crazy, bro. man. But yeah, so that was, and that was the <laughs> only job I ever had. You know, after that, I went to school, I got my degree. Um, but that was the only job yeah. that I ever had while I was in the Navy. Did you ever have a second job
1: while I was in the yeah. Navy or before? No, the while Navy. you were in, no, for real. No, I never had a second job. Uh, I thought about it, but I never had one.
0: Yeah, man. I, my my oh, my chain man. of command and the command was Progressive, bro. Like they even had like this thing if you fill out a chit like to like work out. Mm-hmm. Like so it would be like respectfully request to not go to command PT because I'm on an individual workout plan because I'm training for uh whatever right triathlon or whatever it is you're training for a mud run whatever you're doing and they would approve it you know what i'm saying and i, I remember i had that's when i lost like i had to because they approved it so i was like "Yo, i have to make gains you know what i mean that's when i lost like 90 pounds because it's like i have to yeah. make gains because they didn't approve this and i don't want people like well y'all did this Thinking for him that, and yo. you know all of that so. mm-hmm. but i mean outside of that man I, I i don't really think we have anything else for this episode man
1: no man, we don't. Man, we we're good. Mm-hmm. Man, it was a good episode. Man, I like going through 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 the little uh, Nav admins. Man, it makes my day. Talking
0: about the Nav. So
1: admins.
0: I finished a book. It's called Four Hundred Souls by what? Ibram X. Kendi and by Keisha B. Blair. Um, and just to get it right, I want to look up um uh, something about it because I don't want to mess it up. It, this was probably the longest I've read a book for. A like, this is probably the longest I read a book. Like, it took me a while to get through this. Um, it's um, 90 writers, right? Let me get, let me kind of get this right. Um, so, the book, it says, A Chorus of Extraordinary Voices tells the epic story of the 400 year journey of African Americans from 1619 to the present. Edited by Ibram X. Kendi. He's on the CNO's reading list for a different book. Uh, Well, this book, actually, How to Be an Anti-Racist. And Keisha N. Blaine, author of Set the World on Fire. So I knew I was saying her name name wrong. Um, And the story kind of begins 1619 on a ship called the White Lion that held slaves. And it goes from 1619 through 2019. Um, and it just talks about, and it's so every decade or so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna probably really butchering my explanation of this, but every decade or so they got a, a poet who does a poem uh, at the beginning. And then like, it's like a six year block or two year, three year block about like, um, a different, uh, a different struggle or a different person in that struggle for those 400 years of. Um, that fight for justice and uh just that african-american history the story that i connected with the most from here um that i didn't know as much about because of course they talked about malcolm x right of course they talked about martin dr martin luther king jr and um a lot of those people thurgood marshall stuff like that but they talked Mm -hmm. about jack johnson the boxer and um and a lot of what I saw from Jack, a lot of what I always watch from Jack Johnson is uh, pictures or something, something like that that does kind of make Jack Johnson look like he's not even human. Like he was like just this big dude that was, you know, doing Jack Johnson yeah. was a human. So they talked about uh, Jack Johnson and he, you know, what he represented at the time. And um, actually like the way this, the way that he was eventually stopped was like some laws were changed. You know what I'm saying to stop him, um, like because he was boxing and he was he was winning fights, you know. But to yeah. stop him, they had to change a few laws. He actually went to jail. Jack Johnson went to jail. I don't want to get too deep mm-hmm. into like what, but because he was dating outside the yeah. race, and um, at that point, at that time, it wasn't good. You know, uh, uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, uh, two, two people of different races dating back then uh, wasn't good. He was marrying, you know, uh, women at was outside of his race and stuff like that and he just had to be stopped he was like the definition of like power in an age and time where it wasn't that that wasn't the way they wanted you know to be looking at people of his you know skin color yeah so that was a it was a good book um like i said it took me a while to get through it it's i've read in my opinion better books because again this book is as good as whoever it is one of the ninety writers or one of the ninety speakers at the moment. You know, so no matter how good the story is, you got different people with different writing styles and so you never ever really get used to the pace of the story if you know yeah. an audio book. And I do books, So if you're reading it, it's probably different. But since I do audio books, I got ninety different voices in my ear. You know what I mean? And it's a long it was a long audio book. So my next one, my next book is Will. Um, That's the next book I'm going to read and I'm going to definitely give the review on that book when I finish.
1: Most definitely, man. Um, The movie we have was um, we did 12 Strong.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Right. So 12 Strong uh, was, it's kind of like a movie about like right after 9-11 sent uh, some soldiers over, you know, Af- is it, Afghanistan over there. We're talking about Taliban. We're talking about all these all these people. They, it's like they was like went, it seemed like they just went through a like a village though. Right? It seemed like they was in like in a stronghold, in a in a village, the most of the most of the movie. Um mm. on horseback, all that stuff, man. And you know, they had um uh Chris Hemsworth, right? And and at the time, I think when was this movie? It was 2018, I think. Yeah,
0: 2018.
1: Um, so at that time he was also like, you know, his his career was was jumping during that time too. Um, with with when he, yeah his his career was like like jumping. So, um, good role for him. It was it was a pretty good movie, man. Like if for on um, what it's worth and what they was doing and and, and all that type of stuff and, and and how it affected. Just letting people know that it wasn't all, you know a certain way. This is a different way you look at that things that was going on um, over there. Yeah. Uh-huh. You didn't say like the way they sent these 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 um uh soldiers in was different. Um and when you look through it, I mean, they made a difference, man. So, um good movie, um but I don't know from a movie buff guy um, how a movie buff guy looks at this at this type of movie you know from be, from being mostly in the same location type deal um or what was going on with the and then um uh the storyline was pretty good to me though cuz I can follow it. I think we being in the military we can follow things a little bit more too um on what's going on but um uh, what do you think man?
0: Um first I think is is some great movies that's been made in one location. You know, like I I really yeah. like fences. I liked the uh, castaway. It's it's some really Birdman... um that, that, that movie Birdman, that one shot movie. So it's a lot of good movies made in like one location. Um The, uh, Quentin Tarantino, the last cowboy, uh, when he did, I forgot. Uh, I forgot the name of that right now. The last, what's the last uh Quentin Tarantino movie he made? Um, I don't want to do this wrong. So I got to pull it up with, <laughs> with Samuel Jackson and it's certain. Oh, the hate, the, hate, the oh. hateful eight, the hateful eight. I like the hateful eight. Um, but, um, uh-huh. So let me kind of talk about this movie um, real quick. You ever watch a, a movie that's based off a true story and you don't feel connected until the end of the movie when the words come up and they talk about the actual true story? Um, and that's yeah. how this movie was for me. That don't take much away from the movie um, to me because I thought the movie was okay. I didn't think it was great. right? I think like three out of five. Yeah. I didn't think it was great but It was some points on there that was like motivating and stuff on there, and I'll get into more about it. But it wasn't until they showed the real people and the words popped up at the end of the story that I was like, "Man, this is important stuff that happened." But before that, I'm like, "Okay, you know, this is another Another Afghanistan (laughs) war movie that like wants to be an epic, you know, kind of war movie." Now, Chris, Chris Hemsworth, I'm a big fan of him as an action star. Like, as an action actor, I'm a big fan of him. He got, like, the look for it. He he make believable movies. Like, one of my issues with Vin Diesel is, like, I, I, I like his movies and I like Vin Diesel and stuff like that. But one of my issues is, like, he almost don't ever get scratched in his movies. You know, or he like he's like, he yeah. could do everything. You know, if he make a movie and he die, they bring him back and he become, like, this superhero that <laughs> automatically knows how to do every single thing that would take years to learn and develop. Yeah. There's no, and he's not that physical he,
1: in he real life. That yeah. physical, he fit right. No more, real know? life,
0: he, he looks like... like you know they covering up <laughs> stomach. You know, so um, that's my issue with a lot of his stuff. My issue with The Rock um, kind of goes on the same. I really like The Rock, like as a person. I support yeah. him. I buy his energy drinks. I buy Terra Terramana. Like I like The Rock. Everything he does. I'm, I follow him on Instagram, stuff like that. Um, his movies, sometimes though, is like in my opinion, like it's not, it's no suspense in him because. He not gonna get hurt. Like we've seen this man uh-huh. hold a building in one arm and a helicopter <laughs> in another arm. So, 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 so he not gonna get hurt. But what I like about Chris Hemsworth and his like, it, like his last few outings and action is we've seen him get hurt. You know, we've been in suspense about that. We've seen like different like character arcs in his characters. That's pretty good. And I don't care if it's like the same role. You know what I mean? Like I like. What he brings to the table is believable. I didn't see him do it a million times, and it worked out for him. Like if it's like a bus on the way to hit the rock, you know he gonna turn to the side or something like that, and the bus gonna break yeah, up. Yeah. You know, Tom He'll Cruise. If whatever, it's a car yeah. flipping, you know he gonna either outrun it or he gonna duck, and the car gonna flip over him. Like we know all that. <laughs> Barely touches ground. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You know we <laughs> yeah. know all that. Um, but another thing that I like about this uh, movie in terms of actors is you have Michael. Well, like the movie had Michael Shannon in it. Michael Shannon is one of my favorite character actors. I I like that he was in this movie, and I think this was probably the worst uh movie I've seen him in. Like, like for his role. Like Michael Shannon is a beast, man. Like, well, like one of the best character actors that we have. You know? Um yeah. and I can't believe like he just was in like what 13 perfect strangers or 12 perfect strangers, whatever that was. He destroyed that movie. Bullwalk Empire, killed that show. Like he's one of our better character actors and for this role he was like a military guy like and I think yeah I don't know if he like I don't know if this was like male and kind of performance for him but uh, I like he was in it I ain't really like Michael Pena the same way like Michael Pena like all, since Crash I, that was like the first time I've seen uh, Michael, Michael Pena in a movie and um, he always had like some charm like to him and then seeing him transition to comedy and like everything like that was even has has been great. But this one, I think he was under underutilized. I think you give Chris Hemsworth a movie, right? And not he's not much of a dramatic actor, right? He's an action guy. He's mm-hmm. not much of a dramatic guy. And you put him in the movie with two people that could bring out drama and emotion. And then you under and then you underutilize those guys. Right, which is where you underutilize Michael Shannon and underutilize Michael Peña. This me talking as a
1: and Michael Shannon. I think he was a chief warrant officer too, right? Yeah, In the movie. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, he was a, yeah. yeah,
0: and he was the guy that was able to get uh, the captain the job or whatever like that. Yeah, but what I will say is I did like the general. This dude's name is like Naveed Negabon or whatever. The general, the dude he had to. So pretty much you get the um. You get the army right. They got to work with uh. And these are the horse soldiers. These guys made history, man. Special Forces team. They gotta work with uh Afghanistan pretty much war kind of like a warlord or alliance or whatever. Um, to start uh making airstrikes on the Taliban, right? Mm-hmm. And they, you know, these guys all they had was horses. So it's like five months after September eleventh, or five weeks. I think it's five weeks after September eleventh, actually. But um, they all they go out to Afghanistan, they got a kind of rendezvous with this um um af with an afghan like warlord or whatever like that and like um well he's a general and kind of like become friends so they could do airstrikes because these people know the lay of the land and he- and it's the first team to go in there and stuff like yeah. that um it was like i said it was some good stuff i these military movies where they show the family in the very beginning and show the family in the very end like they just always like like it's they try to give you like something emotionally to connect to but it don't ever really seem like it works or like when they out in the lawn and then the dad has mysteriously came home got the and he's in the yeah. house like it's like I don't know if you remember the scene it's the very end like the lady's out with the child it's almost like as the holiday and the dad's just in the house through the window she looks up and it's like dad's home like me and my wife, man, we got and I know this is a while ago, but it's like, man, almost every time I came home, I need somebody to come get me, man. Like <laughs> like, like yo, come pick me up, or it's like yo, it's an Uber outside or oh,
1: it's something man. going on. I try like, to, and I ain't never trying to sneak up on yeah, nobody, that, yeah, that, girl. That, that can't even happen now
0: with like cause I yeah. got a smart home, like if i pull in the garage like you know she gonna see it like so that can't even yeah but it, it always tripped me out man and i don't want to not shout out uh treyvante Rhodes. uh he played uh ben milo um and he he was a uh, um he was getting followed he was the one that was getting followed by the little young the little young kid and and um yeah. Let's One last uh, actor on my show. Because this is all about the actors, uh, William uh, Fitchner. I don't know if you remember this movie or remember William Fitchner. But one thing I know about him, right? And if you're watching this or uh, if you listen to this, just Google William Fitchner. You're going to know exactly who he is, right? And he's always had, like, nice hair. He always had nice hair. But in this movie, he had, like, I don't know if he had, like, a bald uh, cap on or something. But it was horrendous, man. It was the worst looking thing that, like, almost, honestly. So I watched this movie in the hospital. If I wasn't in the hospital, I wouldn't have got through this drink, man. Just off his head. Like, 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 just, just, just off the way this dude's head looked, man. Like, you could, probably, you could probably hold up, man. For the listeners, I'm probably going to have a picture of William Fishner, his normal look. And the way he looked in 12 Strong, man.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You gotta do that. <laughs> the way he looked in Twelve
0: Strong, did you have you put? Did you see? Uh, you saw a picture of how you looking Twelve Strong?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm actually look looking yeah, at it. Yeah, right man, now, you man. probably had to
0: Google it, man. The way he looked in Twelve Strong is 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 the worst thing uh, he looked like murphy man from um from robocop man it's probably the worst look i've i've seen oh
1: shit Yeah, it's
0: probably the worst look i've yeah, seen yeah, on yeah. my man he looked like jigsaw man tobin bell the dude from saw man <laughs> yeah he just looked real bad man i i got it pulled up i just like william fitchner 12 strong and then you just go images. Yeah, you gotta
1: put that on there man this
0: boy looks sick you gotta put that on us he looked real sick on this i don't know why they did this i don't know why they think like in the in the military like guys gotta have this look you know what i'm saying? <laughs> But um, I mean that's it though. Like I said, I get a movie a three out of five. I think the true story is crazy, crazy, like yeah. un- like like unbelievable for people to be this brave. And um, I think the the scene that hit me was when a dude told him like, "Yo, you don't have uh, you don't have the uh the eyes, you know, the eyes of a killer. You don't have the eyes of a killer. You know what I mean?" Oh, I can't go without saying Rob Riggle. So Rob Riggle was in this movie too. He played a colonel mm-hmm. in this movie. Rob Riggle did 23 years in the military um, before he became yeah. b- became an actor. Um, so he did 23, well, while he was doing comedy and stuff like that. But he, he, he retired yeah. as a lieutenant colonel. He was in the military from 1990 to 2013. He got a combat action uh, ribbon. Uh, he was active and then he was reserved. So he did 23 years. He retired as a lieutenant colonel. So uh, definitely shout out to Rob Riggle. And thank you for everything that you do still for the military. And thank you just for being an inspiration and letting people know, like it is a second, you know, you can have a second career outside of this, you know? So he was a Marine officer. And I think that was legit that they even threw him in, uh, that they even threw him in there. And as I'm looking at things, I'm seeing it say, and I got to do my research. So please don't let me, you know, go down on this hill, but I'm seeing pictures of him as a horse, uh, Soldier. So I'm wondering if he was one of those special force uh horse soldiers or not. But I don't see him in their group picture, so maybe not. So I had to, you know, I had to do a little bit more research on that one. But, man, that's all I got. Yeah, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, man. Another episode down, man. I just won't. You know, everybody to know. I didn't bring my, my my dogs at one of these shows, man. I bring my little puppies up and let you guys get a good look at them, man. They're little bad jokers, man. Um, but uh, also I want to you know let everybody know, man. Mississippi, stand up, man. You know, let's let's go, man. We got a We got a bowl game, man. Ole Miss got a bowl game. I want to throw that out there, man. We part of the 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 New Year's Day bowl game, you know, in the year ranked number eight. You know, just want to throw that out hey, there, Hey, so
0: real quick, I'm going to recant already. Rob Riggle was not a horse soldier. He was involved in <laughs> cleaning up debris from the World Trade Center. So he was not Hey, a horse man, I was soldier.
1: talking about Mississippi, man. So you had to go back. and I'm talking about? Okay.
0: Yeah, I man, I just gotcha. don't want to leave the episode with people saying that Rob Riggle was a horse soldier. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: got What's got going you, on with Mississippi? Yeah, man, that man. I just tell them that you know Ole Miss, you know, rank number eight. Ain't we no going Mississippi to, we gotta,
0: podcast. We got. <laughs> <we gotta,
1: laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just talking about Mississippi. Okay. <laughs> this
1: ain't, hey, this man, ain't no yeah, Mississippi pod, there,
0: This man. is permission I, to speak freely. <laughs> Oh, by the way, permission to speak freely merch is available. I'm wearing it right now. Permission to speak, speak freely merch is available. Get your hat, get your hoodie.
1: Yeah, most definitely, man. Go out there and get that merch, man. I got to get me some too. I'm, I'm slacking. Thanks for listening. I'm talking to Ella by this morning. To
0: the most dangerous <laughs> podcast. <laughs> like that. Hey, we love you guys. Thank you. Another week. Permission to speak freely. Peace out. Peace and love.
1: Peace.